Attention shoppers, all new Dietz and Watson snacks are available in the deli section. There's Dietz nuts, meat nuts, protein-packed sausage bites, and Dietz chips, pickles you eat like chips. Fresh, crunchy, no added brine. And Dietz and Dats, cheese, meat, crackers, and a treat. Yo, I told you you can't be back here. But the door was unlocked. People need to know! Dietz and Watson, meat, cheese, snacks, since 1939. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. They'll drive you happy. Carvana has purchased over a million cars from happy customers by giving them an offer within minutes. And they can do the same for you. Carvana will give you a real offer for your car within minutes. Then they'll come to pick up your car and pay you on the spot. So to get a real offer on your vehicle in minutes, download the app or visit Carvana.com. You're listening to the Triumphant Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Triumphant Podcast. My name is Dominic Kendall and I will be acting as your host and moderator uh, for this episode. And like always, I am joined by the guys, the men, the myths, the legends, Triumphant Quartet. Men, how are we? Great. Good. Hello. Average. <laughs> I love it. I love hey, the that was That was my answer a while back. You didn't say it. Didn't I, say see, it. I'll tell you right now, I love that you guys always keep it real. And that's what I love. And so, <laughs> speaking of keeping it real, how, one of our, you know, the question is, and this is what I've always wondered, is I've watched people uh, sing and, and be on stage, and I've been to concerts, and I've been to uh, uh, your guys' concerts. I've been to uh, different bands and different uh, worship leaders. And one of the things that's always got me. You know, one of the things I've always wondered is when you're doing 170 shows or you're and you're singing all these times, how do you keep it to where um, you're not burning out or you're not stepping on stage singing these biblical theological truths, yet your heart's not in it? Like, how do you keep yourself from doing that? Because, I mean, for, for us, we've seen all over the news people who their entire job was to preach or to sing who have stepped away from the faith. Um, who have who said I actually don't even believe the stuff that I'm singing. Um, I've just been doing it for my income or for whatever. How do you guys keep it uh, where you're walking with Jesus, even though your job is also to sing and to lead others in worship? So how do you guys make sure that you're not uh, falling away from the Lord on that? Pray and fast all week. Okay, I'm joking. That's I don't. Um, I do. I do pray. I fast. Very little. Yeah. Need to more, to be honest. Uh, you know, one of the things that I, I, you know, I'm 55 now, so I'm a little older, and, and I've, I've done this for 30 years. And so one of the things I noticed, man, even, you know, I pastored when I was young. Uh, I was 23 when I started pastoring and pastored a couple of years and, and um, bivocational. And then... You know, even as a pastor, you know, you have to stay read up and prayed up, hopefully, what you should do. But uh, I started, I came to the Kingdom Heirs and, and uh, you know, uh, as at Dollywood. And, you know, just kind of started going, th- to some degree, through the motions of going there every day and doing my job and going home and, you know, whatnot. And, um, you know, you can get lax and relaxed in, in those 
environments if you lie yourself. Nothing against being there or the kingdom areas is my own fault. But I got to where, you know, I was, to some degree, I was going through the motions. Um, and it's because I wasn't, I wasn't taking the time to eat uh, properly. And when I say that, it's not, I'm not talking about physical food. I'm talking about, you know, you got to digest the word. And um, about, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago, something that happened in my life that I'm like, you know what, man, I've got to, I've got to get in this thing and I, and I, I need to be who I say I am and I need to. And so um, I really started reading and listening continuously uh, to preaching and the word and, uh, you know, really just digesting it because I found out how weak I am and, and who I am. And so I'm like, you know what? I need to, I need to eat, man. I, I got to eat. And so I began to, you know, the guys kid me a lot sometimes because I, you know, I, I listen to preaching a lot. And it's because I know what I am and who I am, and I, I know I need it, you know, just to try to stay, um, you know, in shape, so to speak, uh, or stay where I need to stay with the Lord. And so I say that because I, I believe even through gospel music, uh, I believe everybody that gets into it has great intentions. Mm-hmm. I think everybody that gets into it wants to be, you know, who they say they are, and they want to be, you know, the, the, the person that, uh, that they start. But I think a lot of times if you're, if you're traveling a lot and you're, you're gone a lot from home and you're gone a lot from your church and so you, you can get, you can become weak, you become empty and yet you're still standing on stage trying to, um, you know, give to others and yet you're empty on the inside. And so it becomes a really uh, a tough place and I've been there. And so I just decided, you know what, I don't ever want to be there again. So what I do off of stage, uh, I can tell it, it affects what I do on stage every night. If I've not prayed, if I've not read my Bible that day like I ought to have, I've not spent time with the Lord, I can tell it. I can, I can feel, I feel just as empty as, as I can be when I start to walk up on stage. However, right the opposite, um, I've also stood up and, and uh, if I've spent time with the Lord that day and, and uh, like I should and like i try to do, I can tell that too. And I can tell it sometimes, you know, people say, well, you know, why, you know, why are you crying through the first three songs? Well, it's because I feel them. Uh, and they're powerful. And, you know, uh, he is a way maker. And I've seen it in my life. And I just read about it this morning. And, uh, just some powerful stuff there that, um, you know, that you just don't want to miss Jesus in all of it. You you want to you want to make sure that um, you stay close to Him, and and that's for me. That's the way I have to do it, and that's the way um, it's worked for me. So, uh, I guess for me, I, one one question that I have been asked in the past is uh, when you when you got into gospel music did you do this as just a you know a career path uh, to make a paycheck every week or do you really feel called of God to do this and for me personally I feel like it was a calling on my life Um, as we said in an earlier podcast yeah I fell in love with it at an early age 
Um, but man, I literally, I would pray every night that God would open a door for me to do this and that door open. And, you know, there's many paths I could have gone other directions, but, but I followed that path and I, I truly feel like, um, God opened the door, uh, for me to, to go out and to sing gospel music. When I first started in gospel music, I had a real strong passion for, for the youth because I was a youth. And so when I first got into it, man, my, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to share, share the Lord through music, uh, to, to the young people. And of course, you know, I've gotten, you know, older through the years. And so you don't care about the so young people I anymore? I still right care anymore. about the oh, young oh. people. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I said early on that if I ever got to a point that I was singing, uh, gospel music to draw a paycheck, that would be the day that I would walk away from it. And of course, thirty years later, I'm still here. Um, there, there have been times over my life that um, that I've, you know, I've questioned, you know, am I going through burnout? Uh, do I need to step away for a while? Uh, there was a season in my life several years ago um, that I talked about in an early podcast that um, that I walked through. And during that season of my life, <clears throat> that's probably the closest that I've ever come to stepping away. Uh, because of where I was, and I didn't feel I didn't feel like I should be on stage in front of people singing gospel music, sharing and telling people how much I loved him, trying to encourage them to love him and to walk with him. <clears throat> so uh, that season of life is probably the closest that I've ever come through, uh, come to to the point of of walking away. Um, but I think what kept me from walking away is friends, family, uh, guidance uh, through that time of my life. Um, they they helped me realize that um, people mess up, people make mistakes. Um, I used to I used to put myself I, I used to hate when I felt like people were putting me on a pedestal um, because man that that makes a person really nervous. Man, you you make one little mistake. And you're done. But I'm thankful for a God that forgives um, his mercy, his grace, and his forgiveness. And so uh, that, that has helped me through so many times, uh, people encouraging me. Even though I'm trying to encourage other people, people encourage me. Um, there's been so many times that, um, of course, any singer, um, one of the worst things a singer can go through is voice issues. I have horrible allergies, but the guys know this. Um, I deal with it. I deal with, with voice issues um, periodically. And for me, man, that, that will bring me down quicker than anything. And so during those times, it's amazing how I feel like I'll walk on a stage one night and maybe feel like I'm in the worst vocal situation of my life and somebody comes up to me that night says man David that's the best I've ever heard you sing or David let me share a story with you um, tell me something that they're going through and that particular night how they needed what we shared with them to get them through mm-hmm. that night and get them through their situation so just those times <clears throat> encourage me so much to continue doing what I do um Naturally, uh, surrounding yourself with accountability partners, uh, surrounding your, yourself, <clears throat> some of the most uh, 
for me, wonderful times that, that I've had with Triumphant is um, some of our Bible studies that we've had on the bus, uh, like Eric was sharing a minute ago. Man, when, when you walk onto a stage after you just had a Bible study that day, it just it brings that lyric out more to you, I think. And um, so just surrounding yourself with that, staying in the Word, um, having Bible studies with, you know, with, your, with your fellow brothers, um, to when you when you hit that stage, you're not you're not going out on that stage just to entertain, but you're going out there to share share with people what you have learned, uh, share with people what he has done for you, and um, that's all I can do is is, is tell a person uh, what he has done for me, and hopefully that will be an encouragement to them. <gasps> Only one sale away from the Shopify 1000 Club. Is that a thing? Wow, mom, have a cookie. I'll take one. <laughs> Dad. These are delicious. You need to sell them. Mm-mm, you should. Mom. No, seriously. Let's set you up on Shopify. It's easy. I always knew you would build your own business. Guys. Yum. Yum. When you're ready to bring your idea to life, build it on Shopify. Sign up for a free 14-day trial at shopify.com slash offer 22. Shopify.com slash offer 22. This episode is brought to you by Simple Mobile. Tired of being tied down with a wireless contract? Switch to Simple Mobile and stay connected on a powerful nationwide 5G network. Unlimited talk, text, and data starts at $30 a month with no contracts, activation fees, or credit checks. Visit simplemobile.com today. Out with the old, in with the simple. Compatible 5G-capable device and SIM require. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. One month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at simplemobile.com. I, uh... I think the obvious thing here is there's many times we go through the motions in a 19-year career or longer um, for whatever reason. I mean, whether it's – Us three haven't, Scotty. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Uh, learning a lot, learning the deal. a lot about you, know, you, you today. Get, you get a phone call <laughs> – no, you get a phone call right before you go on stage and you're like, oh, hold on, let me go sing. Let me go sing. Well, I'll, I'll take care of this when I get back. You got to walk on stage and go, oh, praise the Lord. And But here's the thing um, – the lyrics are still the same, and the people in the audience are still hearing the same lyrics you're singing. And so I, I believe God doesn't, you know, God's word's going out. It's not going to return void. You know, so I think, um, you know, just being willing to go out and sing, even though we don't feel like it, even though we don't, um, at the time, aren't in the best mind space, I think still standing on stage and singing to an audience that needs to hear the gospel and be encouraged. Uh, I believe they can still be encouraged. Uh, now, if you're living wrong, if you're if you're if you're in habitual sin, I guess um, that's a different story. I mean, you know, we all sin, but I think um, I think it's hard to minister in that way. But I will say, like David said, um, it's amazing when people will tell a story about a lyric you've sang. I, I, I had a mental block on somebody died for me. A song we sing, one of the most popular songs. One day, I looked at Eric and said, I'm. I'm tired of singing this song. I got, I was like forgetting the words. I was getting like pitchy. Like just, it was just, I looked at him one day, I was like, I, I think I'm just like numb, you know. But then somebody will walk up and tell you a story and they'll go, why didn't y'all sing Somebody Die For Me Tonight? And I'm like, well, you know, we just didn't make, didn't make this set or whatever. And they'll go, well, let me tell you a story about it. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, that's what I felt when I first heard it too. Like, because yeah. we, 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 we picked these songs because they hit us between the eyes. First time we heard them. Sometimes 19 years ago, sometimes a year ago. And you're like, man, 
we got to do that song. Man, that song wrecked me, man. I, I still cry when I hear that song. Or, I mean, I know that feeling I had when I first. Okay, well, fast forward 19 years later, you've sang that song 200, that, 200 yeah. times a year. Well, no, obviously it's not going to be. I mean, you're, I mean, you're not, you can't feel that. Yeah. Eventually, I mean, hmm. we all do, Scotty. Exactly. <laughs> Eric's the, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't make my tears come in the same spot every time. Scotty's pouring his heart out. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm just being real, y'all. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's every night. I'm just saying it. It takes the people. I think God uses the people that we're blessing and encouraging to come up at the table, tell us what this song got them through. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. You know, that song is powerful. It reminds you why you sing it. <laughs> that song yeah. is like, because I remember when I first heard it, then the next time you sing it, you're like, you know, so you have that story in mind. So, yeah, everything I just said. I really don't know what I just said. But that's good. Yeah. I meant it. it. Whatever I said, I meant it. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's, that's good. Yeah. Clayton? Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, it, you know, we get asked, it's been asked, is it a business or is it a ministry? And the answer is yes yeah. to both. Um, because, yeah, I mean, we are, it's a ministry, yes. It's also, it's, it, but it has to operate like a business. And if you don't operate it like a business, you'll be out of business. It's just the way it is. And we, and just like Davis said, as far as the vocals go, I mean, yeah, I've been there, done that. And, you know, we're using the weakest muscle in our body to do all the, all the workload, you know, in our body in those times. And we feel everything that people feel. We do. We're not, we're not on an island somewhere where we, you know, you, you're dealing with a family problem just before you walk on stage. <laughs> Then you're, you know, just like Scotty said, we feel every bit of that. Or, or you have a headache, or you're vocally bad. You're like, I yeah. can't sing. I don't want to yeah. go out there. And you you call home, and you know, a car's broken down. Uh, Lord, I get a I get a phone call before we're singing in Branson, Missouri. Uh, my daughter Jordan called. Our little little girl Addie had just fell down a flight of stairs, and they were taking her to the hospital. I mean, just before we were getting ready to go on stage, I'm like, wow. So we get those things all the time, and and it's just who we are. I mean, we're real people, just like everybody else we sing to. Uh, I'm gonna probably disappoint some folks <laughs> with the next statement. You know, I I fell in love with the music early on. I did. Uh, I really don't know. I, I can't tell you, and I, and I and I applaud those who have clarity on this. But I don't know that I've ever been called to do this. I don't know that I ever have. I just love the music, and I was given the opportunity to sing the music, uh, something that I love, because I I wasn't saved until after the after I fell in love with the music. So, but I've been given the ability to do this. I, I because I think that. We're all called to be ministers in whatever we do. So was I called to sing? I don't know. I can't give you a definite on that. I don't know. Do I love what I do? Absolutely. I love what I do. I think, so. the, I think the career that God's given you, though, from my standpoint, mm-hmm. looks 
like he he's he set the path for you. Like I don't think you would have had this long of a I don't know. Well, I'm not trying to play God. Just here. like when we we front when the when the my saying with the Inmans when the Inmans fronted the singing Americans in West Memphis, Arkansas that particular evening, I just knew we were opening up for this group called the Singing Americans. I had no idea that two months later I'd be joining them, joining the Singing Americans. Yeah. Zero clue of that. Mm. I just knew that we were opening for them. I never had that wasn't it, that wasn't on my radar. Yeah. In fact, I wasn't even sure who they were at the yeah. time. And you've been doing it sixty years. No, right. 60 oh, I, years? I, 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 sorry, Clayton. David Sutton. <laughs> wow. Been doing it I, ever know, since that day. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, you know, is it a ministry or is it a business? Mm-hmm. And and I'll, I'll go a little farther and say, is it a ministry or is it entertainment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. to some people, it's just strictly entertainment, I think. Which is good knee slapping fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you want to go and be entertained and this and that. But I, I'm going to be honest, man. I think the the last three years, like Scotty's saying earlier, we have noticed that there's more hurting people out there, more people that are going through things, more people that come to these concerts broken. I mean, lives literally, some of them in shambles, and they, you know, they they come to, to a, a concert and they need more than to be entertained. And so I think that's one reason why we're we, and I'm sure every I'm hoping every group does this. I'm sure they probably do. But man, we pray over the songs. We 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 think about the lyrics of these songs before we just you know up and record the songs. We we pray uh, you know about the studio and you know when we go in the studio and Lord make sure these songs touch people and where they are and this and that. So if there's ever a time you know maybe 20 30 40 years ago it was entertainment and it was good stuff back then you know and i think i'm sure it helped people through hard times back then but i think if there's ever a time where people need to be ministered to and to to see you know guys that are real on stage singing amazing lyrics and off stage yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But, <laughs> but yeah. But they see us on stage. They need to, you know, they need to feel what we're feeling, and uh, I think it's it, that's the reason. That's all the more reason we don't do just little chink punk, chink punk, chink punk songs. We we try to do if that is a a way, um, if that is a song. <laughs> we do actually songs that man, um, you know, really. You know, hopefully we'll hit people. I mean, we we start off the program with Jesus is the best thing to ever happen to me. Yeah, literally he is. Yeah, and he can be the best thing that ever happened to you and you and you. and he's the way maker. Yeah, and you know, and and on and on and on. So well, we I think too, I think we've chosen to pick songs that are that everybody can relate to. And I know again, most groups want to do the same thing, but you know, you can't treat the audience, in my opinion, like they're all Bible scholars. Because at the end of the day, they're not. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's how I feel about it. But you can give them some broad nugget of the most important thing. Yeah. And then when Eric brings it down to the salvation story, you know, I don't want to die on a hill of talking about a bunch of songs about granular Bible topics that don't involve salvation or the fact that Jesus died on the cross for our yeah. sins. I don't know. But as far as the business goes, um, 
I think some people get into this business or this genre or whatever with the right intentions, like Eric said, but the industry that we're in gets in the way and the crazy things that the industry might offer. It's a fun family to be a part of, but with it, it's a family and we know what families are like. You know, there's, yeah. you know, it's one day you're different in opinions. One day you're breaking bread. The next day you're <laughs> bickering amongst your family, but, and so, and you can lose sight of, well, now we need to do it this way. No, this is the right way. You know, this is God's way yeah. or, or, you know, or, or is it? I mean, what, what what book of Habakkuk is that? Yeah. You know, or or uh, Hezekiah or whatever. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry. Edit no. Um, <laughs> Hezekiah is not a book of the Bible. Just letting you guys know. And uh, and uh, wow, man, you that was part. That, that was when he sings. He is uh, that. That yeah. was part of the joke. Um, <laughs> no, but I just I just feel like it's. <laughs> It's important to get yourself in a mindset to do it, but the truth is every day you're just not there. And but God can still use you. Yeah. I think God God can use I mean, he used the donkey. I think two words you just said, but God. Mm-hmm. But God, yeah. Yeah, we, we we have issues but God. We have problems but God. We don't yeah. feel like it's mine, but God. Um always but God. Yeah. And uh that's one of the things of when you don't feel it, he's still working, right? Yes. And even when you don't see it, there you he's go. still working. Yeah. And uh, and so you sing that and you believe that. Well, Here's songs that apart. I've been writing a little something. And so, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, and one of the things too is that you guys do have a because of you guys not being a, a country group or a rap group or uh, a folky group or however, you guys have the distinct honor, privilege, and burden of singing truth and spiritual truth and biblical truth and so um you guys and i I love that you guys pray over your songs and i love that you do that because here's the thing and uh, as a pastor nobody ever leaves humming my sermon uh nobody no my sermons never caught in anybody's head that's a great that's a great point i mean growing up i mean i learned i learned i learned bible through melodies true truthfully i mean early on i mean you can learn it reading, but you can also learn it to a melody. And it's a lot more, you know, it sticks with you definitely, yeah. you know, that way. So, and you know this, some of the greatest heresies of all time were led by worship leaders because they would teach it to kids and kids would remember it and they would craft what they believe. And so what you guys do um, is, is hugely important and it you're not always feeling it, but uh, thankful that you stayed consistent with the Lord and that somebody could look at how you act off stage and look how you act on stage and go, oh, they actually believe that. One way, one way we stay fresh too is recording fresh music. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the whole thing of do you do you sing the the songs that everybody knows all the time and brought you there, you know, brought you to wherever you are, or you know, do you introduce some new songs that maybe you're feeling at that time. You know, and I think different seasons. We, I, we recorded songs back in 2007 that we wouldn't have recorded now. We're like, well, yeah. why do we pick that song? Ugh. But, yeah. but, we, but there were some we did that we loved. Yeah. yeah. That, but you know, it's like well, it's 2021 now, and so I think sometimes groups can get in a rut of singing songs that they recorded so long ago that they're not even there in that mental space, but yeah. they have to sing them. Yeah. Because it's part of what they. And we fall, I mean, you know, I think we do a pretty good job of making sure we still sing songs that we, yeah. 
you know, love or we wouldn't sing them. But I think when you record new music, new songs, it keeps it fresh for us as, you know, worshipers on stage because we're excited about singing this lyric that has hit us so hard in this season of our life. Yeah. So. And and listen, this is last thing rapid fire. Okay, last thing last thing rapid fire. Uh, when it comes to you spending time with the Lord on a daily basis, you've got to mention a little bit about that. But what does that look like routine wise? Because there's some people listening right now who are going like I've been in a rut with myself spiritually, and I've been trying to figure out different ways. Uh, for some of you, it's spending time in the Word every morning. I wake up early and I do this, and then I work out, and then I or I go on a hike, or I go on a walk, or I do. How do you? practically spend time with Jesus every day? For me, I think I spend most of my time when I'm driving. I do a lot of driving around town throughout yep. the day and uh, praying and literally praying out loud in yep. my truck. That's almost an everyday thing for me. Yeah. Uh, so that's, for me, that's when I find my time with the Lord the most. Okay. Okay. Who else? Uh, I tend to get up early uh, on the bus or even at home. I'm up early every day. But if you know what, the, uh, on the bus, it's a lot easier because you go up to an empty, empty lounge area, yeah, and you're you're into the word there, and you're kind of alone time, quiet time is just really quiet, and that's how I I, I don't want to start any day, period, yeah. without spending time with him. Yeah, I do not, because ain't no telling what's going to come out of my mouth during the day. Yeah. I want it to be good. <laughs> yeah. That's I want good. the action to be good. So it's good. Eric? The same as Clayton. Uh, I get up in the mornings and I try to uh, listen to uh, my Bible app. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and most of the time, I've, a lot of times I follow along too on, the, on the, my, either my phone or sometimes I get my Bible out and, yeah. and uh, you know, follow along that way. And you know, uh, sometimes during the day, you know, I'm I'm working on something. You know, I, I teach a, a class or you know, at groups at church and this and that. So I'm I'm having to work on some things and this and that. So uh, you know, I just do it throughout the whole day as as well. You know, not twenty four seven, but just here and there. You know, whenever I can. But I like to start the day like Clayton yeah. with you know a good cup of coffee and, and a good word from the Lord. That's good. That's good. You know, I wish I was as consistent in the mornings as they are. Yeah. But uh, sometimes my mornings at home are a little. I don't wake up early enough to to uh, to get up early to get up early <laughs> enough to where to where the dogs and the kids will allow. But usually it's a midday thing for me, and my yeah. car is where I find uh, that with podcasts mm-hmm. with um, preachers preaching on yeah. on YouTube, or whether it's a um, some worship music. Uh, I write songs. Uh, it's amazing when you're writing song Christian songs with a co-writer, how you just you start this devotion. It's basically a devotion discussion that turns into a song. Usually. Yeah. I mean, so but yeah, I mean, I would love to get to a point in my life where it's um, I wake up early enough in the mornings to where it's like, yeah. you know, with the coffee instead of yelling at my kids and. And think, get ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God loves you. Yeah. Um, but um Scotty, that's what our older guys in the group do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, and on the bus I have no excuse other than the fact I just step too late and I I just it's so dark and cold in my bunk and it just feels so good. Yeah, I know. No but but no, I'm I'm a midday guy. That's where yeah. 
once I've woken up and, and at I, midday, he wakes up midday. And then <laughs> no, 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 no. Wake up midday and then no, 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 I don't wake up as late <laughs> as everybody thinks I do. But, but uh, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. It's my car time. I drive. A lot of people don't know, but I drive four and a half hours to the bus. Mm. Uh, sometimes an hour if they pick me up in Nashville. But yeah, so I have a lot of car time. Car time. Yeah, and so that's where and during the week too. But taking the kids to school, oh man, taking my kids to school is the most fun thing ever because. You know, it's a it's a Christian playlist of songs too. So yeah, but anyway, but that's that's where I'm at in life is I find my nuggets in the car. Yeah, because that's usually when I'm alone and nobody's either barking, Your anim- children, animal wise yeah. or human. Yeah, wise. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, it's good. You know, I, I think thing. too. You know, all day long. Maybe I'm wrong by doing this. I don't, I don't. They says in, in everything pray. Okay, but I've prayed to him to give me wisdom throughout the day. Yeah. Okay, so when something, come, when something comes up, okay, I don't think I need to go into a 20-minute prayer just before I go into it. I've already yeah. prayed for wisdom to handle whatever came that day. Yeah. And I, I, I think I'm expected to operate throughout the day. Now, you know, I've, there's been plenty of times where I'm getting ready to come into a situation. I'm like... Oh, Father, help me here. And I go yeah. in, you know, and because, I, but I, I think, I think you, I think when you've asked him to be a part of your day, to walk with you that day, I, I don't think he gets side, you know, I don't, I don't think he gets side swiped over there and he goes away somewhere else. I think yeah. you've asked him, you've asked him, you've, you've implored him to be there. And I think he's there. Yeah, that's good. And you know what? This has shown that you guys do things in different ways. Some of you guys are early risers. Some of you guys wake up at noon. Some of you guys listen in your car. Sometimes you just pray. Sometimes you listen to your Bible. You read your Bible. And uh, I think that's one of the main messages is that following Jesus was never meant to be orderly and neat. And it is messy. We are messy. Following Jesus is messy. But he meets us in the midst of that. Uh, as we as we seek to to walk in obedience and thank goodness he his mercies are renewed daily mm-hmm. and he is not looking at us as some mean angry judge uh, with shame ready at the, no he he's so gracious and so one thing I love about being in a group with with these guys is you know we're together so much and we're in a ministry that you know not all of us are in a, the same we're never in the same place but spiritually well I say spiritually mentally. Some of us, man, are just having. Well, the other ones can can pick them up during that time, or yeah. you know, and then that's that's a good thing that I think it's is to be surrounded by brothers that can, like David said, hold you accountable. Um, also, there's right now there's four decades represented in this group. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties. If, if they can look back at their thirties, where I am, they can speak into me. Yeah, hey, don't do this junk. But also. As a third year old looking at a, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, I can look at them and go, okay, this is, I mean, I've learned a lot just by, you know, being and watching. Being, being, yeah, you know, so I, and I think we are who we are because of that collection of unique perspectives. Yeah. And um, life lived, I guess. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's one of the things is to stay walking with Jesus. I love Galatians. It says, if you are one who says you live by the Spirit, you must also 
walk in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so um, that is what you choose to do with the way that you walk. And maybe you're someone listening to this podcast, and that has not been the case for you. Maybe life has been inconsistent. Maybe life has been ups and downs. And you may live with shame, thinking, man, I've done too much, and the Lord can't forgive me. Uh, don't buy into that. Following Jesus is messy, and there's grace and abundance. Lots of grace. Lots of grace. And so uh, we hope that maybe you would share this with somebody else who maybe, you know, is discouraged or maybe just someone who needs to hear a good podcast or you're driving four hours to your job and you need to listen to something. Uh, you need to have somebody who needs to listen to something good. Share this with them. Uh, make sure that you like and subscribe and that you rate our podcast and make sure that you leave a review. Why? Because that helps all the algorithms in the podcast world to push this to the top. And we need your help to do that. Also, you can check out the guys and connect with them on social media at, at Triumphant Quartet is on, on Facebook and Instagram. You can find them there. But also, if you want to know about their tour dates or how to contact them or how to book them or however you want to uh, communicate with them, check them out at TriumphantQuartet.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. See you.